This is episode 323 of the Beyond the Food Show, and today we're going to learn how to make quality decisions. Welcome to the Going to Beyond the Food Show, the only podcast that teaches you how to reshape your mind, not your body, to make your life better, bigger, and bolder, your undieted life. I'm your host, Stephanie Dodier, reformed dieter, nutritionist, and coach. You ready? Let's do this. Hello, sisters. How are you doing? I hope you're doing well. I have a story to tell you to start the podcast and something that will be very inspirational for all of you listening that are in the depth of working through the first layers of your body image. I was on a podcast interview a few days ago where I was being interviewed and the host asked me, what do I do, me as the coach and the expert, what do I do when I have a bad body image day? And then I froze. And let me tell you this, for me to not know what to say, it takes a lot because I can speak. So let's just put it this way, 323 episodes of a podcast will just tell you I can speak. But I was stunned, I was frozen, because as she was asking me this question, within millisecond in my brain, my entire nervous system started shaking. Why? Because I realize that I don't have bad body image days anymore. In fact, within these milliseconds of all of this happening, I could not remember the day where I had a quote bad body image day where it impacted the rest of my life. So after (laughs) what felt like a minute, but probably 10 seconds of me not saying anything, she kind of snapped me out of it by repeating the question and I gave her my tips and advice. But then after the interview, I'm like, holy shit. What I thought was never going to happen. And just a short three years ago, like three years ago, I felt a lot better about my body image. I was coaching other people through body image, but I still had bad body image day. And I was honest with people. I was telling them and I was coaching people on what to do when you have a bad body image day. But I never thought possible (laughs) that there would be a day where I wouldn't have a bad body image day. So I want to stand on my soapbox and tell all of you that it's possible. I blew my own mind. And as I'm saying this, I'm realizing that I'm blowing my own mind even more with this body image stuff because I have a photo shoot in two days. Well, not even two days, one day. Tomorrow, June 30th, I have a photo shoot and I have done absolutely nothing to get ready for it. I just picked the clothes that I like to wear, not the clothes that make me look smaller. I didn't do a facial, didn't get my nails done. Don't even have a makeup appointment. Like I'm just going as who I am and we'll see what happens. So take that story, let it inspire you for all of you that are having the thought right now, Oh my God, it's never going to happen to me. 
I feel ya. I see you. And I'm here to tell you that it's possible. It is available to you. And the way to get there, I'm going to stand on my stove box again. I'm going to tell you, join Undiet Your Life. (laughs) My coaching program, I'm going to teach you the three-step process to get there. We're going to think better. That's the first step. Then we're going to learn to trust ourselves through eating better. And then we're going to feel better. I just want to say this. It took a village to get me to where I am today. A lot of coaches holding my hand. And I'm waiting to hold your hand and teach you all that you need to not have first as many bad body image day as you have and then not having bad body image day at all and create your undieted life. Now we're going to talk about one thing today that you need to learn to do in your brain in order to change your life, including the way you feel about your body. You need to master the art of making quality decision. Now, before we get into how to create a quality decision, I want to outline something that most of you don't realize. Not making a decision, being undecisive, is making a decision. It's making the decision to not make a decision. It's making the decision to indulge in confusion, in uncertainty, and to stay there. And to think, well, it's a fact, I'm confused. What you don't realize is when you say to yourself, either out loud or in your brain, I am confused, this is what creates the confusion. Confusion is an emotion and it's created by having the thought, I'm confused. And by not making a decision, you maintain this confusion and this uncertainty. And as a byproduct of that, if we go down the path of my medical training here, this is how you create chronic stress or chronic anxiety, right? Depending who you are. Or even for those who are more geared towards depression, this is how you create part of the depression feeling. It's because you're not making a decision. Because you think that the power is outside of you to get out of confusion, to make a decision, to not be inside uncertainty. Well, in fact, you are creating the confusion and the uncertainty you are experiencing because you're thinking... I'm confused. I don't know what to make for decision. I know this is a brain cracker, especially if you're not used to thought work, if you're not used to cognitive behavior therapy, if you've never been through any type of mindset, this is probably like breaking your brain right now. And that's okay. Perhaps like rewind and re-listen. And at some point it's going to click. We create the confusion and the uncertainty by thinking I'm confused or I don't know what to do. So 
if you start with the overall principle that not making a decision is making a decision, it's going to help you see how you're creating the confusion and the uncertainty that you think is just no choice but to have. Now, the brain does that, the human brain does that, because by default, the human brain wants to stay where it is. It doesn't want to challenge the current reality you live in. So listen to me on this one. If you're living in a space where you dislike your body, for example, and you've been living in this reality since you're 16 years old, and let's imagine you're my age, you're 47 years old, it's been a good 30 years that you live in the reality, I don't like my body. The brain doesn't want to change that reality. It doesn't want you to go to the place where I'm neutral about my body. I don't care about my body. That represents danger. That leap to your reptilian brain, to your survival brain, that's danger. That's just what it is. It's danger and the human brain, unless managed unless you take control of your thinking and your brain will always stay in the current reality where you're in and it will not by itself voluntarily by magic just get you to think human body is neutral it's going to require some effort it's going to require some wrangling of your brain, some managing of your brain. Now, the difference between what we've known in diet culture, which is physical effort that required time, effort that required physical effort, changing and managing your brain does not require physical effort. It requires a little bit of time effort, but it requires mental effort. It requires you to decide, I'm going to watch my thoughts and I'm going to think intentionally. We have some techniques to help you with that, but forget the details here. It's going to require the mental effort to watch your brain and redirect your thinking because the human brain doesn't do that on its own. It's going to stay in the current reality. And shall we say... It does a very good job at maintaining the current reality. I know for me, 25 years, no problem staying in the reality. I greatly dislike my body. I need to restrict food and I'm not good enough, right? And it does that job very well. In the same way, I want to say that today... None of this is my reality anymore. And my brain maintains the reality that my body is neutral. I am awesome. I am an amazing coach very well because I change that reality and the brain continues to create the current reality. So that was a side note. Let's go back to not making a decision is making a decision. Now, likely the reason why you're indecisive. And if that's you, another reason is that you're have a track record 
of not supporting yourself through your decision. You don't, you haven't, you're not good at having your own back, right? You criticize yourself, perhaps. (laughs) I'm laughing because that was so me. You criticize yourself easily. You make a decision. Then the next day, you start questioning your decision. You start doubting your decision. You start saying, oh, what if I had chose that? Maybe if I made decision B, my life would be better now. And a week later, oh, let's go to would B instead of A. And then you change your decision. And then you realize that you're as miserable in B as you were in A. And then you go back to A. And then you flip-flop like, this is what I call not having your back and not having a track record of supporting your decision. If that's you, we got to change this habit. Like you make a decision and there's no coming back. There's no going back and changing it. And your job is to manage your brain to stay within the decision you made. Now, we'll go to step two. The choice you make has to be a decision, a quality decision made from your future self. This is why often we flip-flop between decisions is because we haven't made the decision based on who we want to become. Because we let our brain think on default, our brain picks the option that will maintain the current reality or even the past reality, or if you're a people pleaser, right, and you are not challenging that aspect of you, you may be making decisions to make other people happy. So the reason why you make the decision is not about you, it's about other people, or it's about who you are today or who you were in the past. That's a problem because you'll never create that future version of yourself, that who you want to become. In order for you to create who you want to become, example, someone who has no bad body image day or someone who is a body neutral person. If that's who you want to become, your decision today have to be from this version of yourself. How would this future version of me, who is a body neutral person, what would she make for decision right now? If I was already this person, how would I think about this choice? And then you go about listing the reason why you want to make choice A or choice B. Let's imagine it's a two choice decision you have to make. You start listing the reason why you want to make choice A or choice B. List them all. We call that making a thought download. Just list them all. And then stop. Put the pen down. And then look at the choice. Do you like the reason that you've listed? Are they supporting these reasons? Are they supporting who you want to become? Now, here's something to be really mindful about. As you write down the reason, watch for 
I should, I have, I must. Any reason that start with those three precursor sentence, they're the reason that would support, these are the reason that would support your now or past version or other people. Any reason that starts by I should, I have, I must, they are not supporting who you want to become. They're supporting who you were. And that could be a reason why you're not supporting your decision because you didn't like the reason why you made that choice. I often hear when I coach people, I had to make this decision. It's like there is an external force upon them that like wrangled them into making a decision. That's not true. The only external force that comes into you is your own mind because you're having reason why you're making the choices. I have to, I shall, I must. These are the, a disempowered reason. And that's why you're not supporting yourself because you're regretting. If you have a lot of regrets in your life, based on decision you made, these are low quality decision and they were made from the now or the past version of yourself. So as you walk into your future, you're having regrets from having made the decision because it wasn't honoring who you wanted to become. The prime example of that for all of us in this community is losing weight, right? I know for me, I thought when I, every time I was making a decision to go on a diet, I thought I have to lose weight. I must be in a smaller body in order to get blah, blah, blah. The reason why I was making those decisions was absolutely from fear. There was no reason that was supporting my desire to lose weight that was from a place of love. And those that I thought were from a place of love, it was actually just a misunderstanding, right? I didn't understand the truth about health or about happiness and how we create emotions and how we create success in our life. I thought by mistake, because the way society had educated me, that happiness was the byproduct of a smaller body, right? So I thought it was from love, but really it wasn't. It was just a simple misunderstanding. So let me recap. Making quality decision must be from the future version of yourself. You must decide today as if you were already who you want to become. Make a decision from the future, not from the current moment, not from the past. List all the reasons supporting choice A, list all the reasons supporting choice B, and then pick the choice where you love all the reasons supporting that choice, and again, supporting your future self. 
And then step three, be 100% committed to have your back in the new decision. Now, if you've never before thought about supporting yourself in your decision, start today. From today forward, you honor all the decisions you make and you have your back through them. The more decision you make from that perspective, the greater your ability to have your own back through your decision, it will expand and in the future it will just become default setting for you to take the time to make a quality decision and then support your decision moving forward. And then practice making decisions right away. This whole, I don't know, I'm confused, I'm unsure. Don't accept these thoughts anymore. Challenge them and learn to make a decision right away. Now, often when I get to this point, sometimes I get the feedback from client, but I just don't trust myself. I hear you. And that's 100% normal for women like us to not trust ourselves because we spent years and decades acquiring the skills of doubting ourselves. So in order for you to trust yourself more, to develop the skill set, because it is a skill set, to trust yourself more, one of the most efficient way to do that is by mastering intuitive eating. I've seen phenomenal results because intuitive eating require you to trust your body, trust your hunger, trust your fullness, trust your satisfaction. And then the next step is trust yourself to make gentle nutrition decision, right? So through the process of intuitive eating, you're also by product mastering the art of trusting yourself. And then you can start expanding this practice of trust in the rest of your life. And that's when making quality decision becomes easier because you already know you can trust yourself. So if you're struggling with self-trust, if you haven't yet done intuitive eating, which we teach you inside of Undiet Your Life, go and begin the process of intuitive eating and or escalate to the next level of intuitive eating, particularly around gentle nutrition. So this is how you can make quality decision that will support your better, bigger, bolder life, your undieted life that you want in the future. Start with a quality decision today. I love you and I'll see you on the next podcast. If you are loving what you're learning on the podcast, you have to come and check out Undiet Your Life. This is where we get to hang out together, where you get the individual help applying the concept thought on the podcast while learning new coaching tool that will make your life even more amazing. It's also where you get to apply the learning to think better, eat better, and feel better and create your undieted life, your better, bigger, and bolder life go to stephaniedoze.com forward slash join. I'd love to have you join us inside of Undiet Your Life and I'll see you on the other side.